you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. This is Tony Dow with Pharmacy IT and Me, and welcome to another episode. And as with every episode, we start off this one, stating that the intended audience for this episode are newcomers to pharmacy informatics. And the last time we talked about automated dispensing cabinets, or ADCs, we discussed what they are, where they're used, and what their benefits are. So today, we'll actually be focusing on a few medication safety concerns and what a pharmacist's role is in terms of ADCs. So what are some of the medication safety concerns that should be taken into account? when we are considering automated dispensing cabinets. So the first thing I want to talk about are overrides. There is a functionality in ADCs that allow certain medications to be overridden by certain user groups. In some situations, this is perfectly appropriate, such as when there is an emergency situation. However, if users are given non-discriminate abilities to override medications, then users may override medications that they really shouldn't need to override. It's important that when configuring user access, Position level override filtering is done, or even specific medication overrides are configured so that not everything is overridable. Another example of an override being potentially an issue is when a medication is overridden in the emergency department, such as, you know, Bactrim, and the pharmacist did not get to review the order yet until the patient was admitted into the inpatient setting. And only then does the pharmacist realize that the the patient has a history of allergy to Bactrim. So this is another reason why overrides should be carefully filter to only allow certain groups of medications. So another consideration is uh, look-alike and sound-alike medications. So look-alike sound-alike medications are also a problem in ADCs, and this should be considered when configuring where the medications go in the cabinets. So similar sounding medications like hydroxazine, hydralazine, they should not be placed in QBs next to each other in that same ADC machine. Doing so increases the likelihood that A nurse chooses the wrong medication to release if it's a non-profiled machine, or potentially it also increases the risk of a technician refilling that machine incorrectly. So some of the things that can be done is separate those two medications, put them far apart, don't put them in QBs next to each other, or put one in the ADC machine and another one you don't put in the ADC machine, or you would have certain ones in certain locations, like the ADC machine on this floor will have this, while the ADC machine on that other floor will have that. So it doesn't cause a mixed match. So the next thing I want to talk about is profile or non-profile machines. So typically, ADCs will have a feed of patients, admits, discharges, and transfers sent to its system accompanied with active medication orders. Machines that are considered profiled machines will have all of this information displayed and allow the nurse to click on a certain medication profile and then attempt to retrieve the medication from the machine. So these medications, actually, are not technically released for nursing view until the pharmacist has verified that order. Now, in other situations, the machines can be what's called a non-profiled machine. What this means is the machine does not have a complete list, and the machine will allow the nurse to retrieve medications without a pharmacist having to verify the order beforehand. So there are certain situations where non-profiled machines are appropriate, such as areas that do not have pharmacists on staff, like, you know, clinics or some emergency rooms or the operating room. However, this type of functionality should be used with discrete consideration due to the medication safety implications that it can have downstream. So what is an informatics pharmacist's role in all of this? The role of an informatics or an information system pharmacist 
will differ with each institution, but typically a pharmacist who is involved with ADC cabinets will handle a lot of the configuration of the system. As pharmacists, we're trained to understand how medications are classified, whether it be drug forms, medication routes, dilution methods, allergies, and other traits related to medications. So part of the responsibilities of a pharmacist in this setting is to ensure that each new medication is built correctly and appropriately in the ADC database with the appropriate routes, strengths, volumes, and availability at the appropriate nursing units. Another responsibility is to ensure that the medication is configured correctly in the interface level to be able to communicate across the network with the electronic medical record system. In addition, there is also a responsibility with configuring the specific medications for overrides and creating and limiting different user access levels to the medications. Each machine can also be configured as a profile or non-profile machine, and a pharmacist may be part of that discussion to determine whether it be configured one way or another. The routes and medication forms must also be built in the ADC database to match up with what is available in the electronic medical record system. And troubleshooting comes down to whenever any point of the medication retrieval or display fails, it's the job of the informatics pharmacist to identify what the issue is if it hasn't been identified yet by the end users. Alright, if you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or our Instagram at Pharmacy Informatics. And I also want to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or Slack Workspace, think of Pharmacist Connect as a large vetted one through Slack Workspaces. I met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics channel in there as well. You can find out more by visiting PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R, M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.